I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Top 5, the patron-only podcast where I, Josh Earl, sit down with a good friend of mine. We talk through a subject of my choice or their choice. And today, my friend, it's Tim Clark. Yes. Hello. Thank you, Top 5 listeners. Thank you, Josh. Uh, Hooray for Hollywood. (laughs) Podcasts, night of nights, all the stars are here. I like like to say that Top 5 is the Oscars of the podcasting world. Well, we're recording here live at the Kodak Theatre in beautiful downtown (laughs) LA. Nothing wrong's happening here. We're waiting for the stars to walk through. We are... Who's that cheekily grinning in the front? That's Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack, how are your Lakers doing? Yes, we are. I'm not going to do an... uh... (laughs) Go on, sorry, I I cut the mic off there. You talking to me? Jack Nicholson, three-time Oscar winner, talking about the Oscars here on uh, today's episode of Top 5. We are. We're going to count down the Top 5 Best Picture Winners. Now, Tim suggested this one. I should point out at the very start, not much of a movie buff myself. I, uh, I remember that almost immediately after suggesting the topic at hand. But I've watched enough of these films to mm. have a Top 5. Wonderful. There are some that didn't make it. Gladiator, goodbye. Yeah. Not in my top five. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're a great film, Cavalcade, but <laughs> no one gives a fuck about you. You are a pub quiz answer at best. So if you are a movie fan, this is not going to be the podcast for you, but maybe it is. Tim, you, you suggested this one. Are you a big Oscars fan? I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Oscars fan. I love the Oscars. It's not cool in any way to love it. It's a shameful organisation. They've had so many bad winners. And that's what I like. It's not like a, a Hall of Fame or something where they can go back and correct yeah. the, the problems of the past. It's it's set in stone. These people that you, you've never met before, critics, actors, they're all voting for it, and they decided in 1999 that the best picture of that year was about a pedophile living too easily in today's America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I had a, a friend of mine at uni, Corey, that mm. was his name. Uh, he was a huge Oscars fan. It was like his AFL grand final day, and he got us all very excited about the Oscars. And for three years while I was doing performing arts with Corey, he would make sure we all watched all the nominees and would sit down and watch Hollywood's Night of Nights, and I was only into it for the stand-up at the start, and then I'm like, all right, <laughs> I'm out now. <laughs> Thanks, Corey. <laughs> I've, so, I've seen Uma be introduced <laughs> yes. to Oprah and vice versa. I've, I'm out. I've seen Billy Crystal somehow be in all the films. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was a great Legolas. Let's admit it. He was fantastic. He should have won supporting actor that year. This is the other thing the Oscars have changed. It used to be quite, like, they didn't take the films that seriously. The year that City Slickers 
was up for up for best supporting actor, mm-hmm. the old guy who got up and did a push up on stage. Nineteen ninety one, Jack Palance. Amazing. Great win. Yeah. You don't have movies like that get nominated for Oscars anymore. You don't see The Very Rock Missy rarely. starring David Spade no. up for an Oscar. I mean, I saw people say Lauren Lapkus should be getting something. Yeah. She was getting some early buzz, but yeah, it's hard. It's very, very rare, but the ones that pop through really, I'm like, I'm thinking of like the Bridesmaids year. Yeah. Um, the Kevin Klein winning in the 80s. Just out and out, full-blown comedy genre ones. And I'm going to be mentioning some All right. big genre hitters later on. All right, so we're going to start this off. I'll, I'll start so you can come, at, come home with the number one. So my number five is from the, the year 1976. Okay. And it is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, starring the aforementioned Jack Nicholson. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> now I uh, I saw this. Corey made me watch this. He mm-hmm. was one of these guys. Go, you should watch a lot of these films. This is a great film. He got me to watch that. He got me to watch Nashville, which was also nominated that year, mm-hmm. which is a great Nashville. film. Jaws as well that yes. year. Oh, I've got him here. So you got him here. Yeah, uh, for the listener, Tim's doing that off the top of his head. He's very smart. Dog Day Afternoon. That's right. I've never seen. But... And nope, can't can't think of it. I'll give you a hint. Stanley Kubrick. Oh, Barry Lyndon. There it is. Three hours, seven minutes runtime. That is a great five five movie lineup. It's a good year, isn't it? Very, very good. Yeah. So I've seen I've seen Jaws. I've seen Barry Lyndon. I've seen Nashville. I saw One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I, I Nashville would be my favourite of those films. Mm-hmm. Very, uh, very good. But it's a very good film. But it's also a very easy watch. I actually saw it at the Astor Theatre. They had over in uh, Paran area, and uh, I don't know if you remember Poppy King from. Good News Week and Poppy King had her own uh, brand of makeup and stuff like that. She was just a 90s celebrity like a TV chef is a celebrity now. She oh, was great. Just, she was out and about. Oh. She was in front of me and the, I was like, wow, this is like amazing. This must be really high living in Melbourne. Yeah, The Ian Huey Hewitson of exactly, makeup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a long time. It was that. It was him or Jamie Jury, I'll be honest. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Next. Great. Uh, yeah. Did you watch the Ratched miniseries on Netflix? No, I haven't seen that. I did. It's it's completely different. Yeah. It's, I think that it's just it's pure Ryan Murphy all the way through. So if you like... Um, American Horror Story. It's very, very camp and silly like that. Yeah. Enjoyable. I haven't seen One Flew Over the Cookies Nest in a long, long time. So I'm not sure how it dates these days, but at the time, I really enjoyed it and for years annoyed people with bad jokes about smothering with a pillow and then chucking uh, whatever it was through the window and, and escaping. I think it was like a water fountain? Yeah, yeah. it was something heavy. I was going to think of safe, but I'm thinking they're not having a safe in, in the... <laughs> Institution they were in. The rooms themselves are safe though, padded. It's a great one. Early, early Christopher Lloyd, early Danny DeVito. Yeah, still looking like absolute freaks in there before they got taxi. It's great. Yeah. They were both in Taxi. They both were. They surely the casting director just saw that film and they're both good. We'll put them in this. Well, that's why Christopher Lloyd was in a lot of other directed by Danny DeVito movies, ah. and he played himself in uh, Man in the Moon, directed by Milos Forman. Yeah, and Danny DeVito plays the. Uh, the is it George Zimmerman? No. George. <laughs> 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 um, acquitted murderer George Zimmerman. <laughs> What's his name? He's Seinfeld's That scene where he had to well. sell the gun on eBay just to pay for his medical bills. What's, uh, I forget his name. Yeah, the uh, Andy Kaufman guy. Yeah. yeah, Seinfeld's manager. Yeah. From, from the movie Comedian where he tells... Uh, 
the other comedian in that. Uh, Orny Adams. Orny Adams. Just, you're good. Just calm down a bit. Yeah. Just calm down. Which I, I wish he was around many, many Melbourne open mics. He'd go, <laughs> hey, you're funny. Just just take it down a notch. Fun fact, that uh, that uh, documentary was originally called Do I Make You Orny, Baby? <laughs> my, uh, my number five... I'm going into the 70s as well. I yep. tried to. I didn't want to crowd any decade too much, so I've decided I'm going with five decades, and I've chosen my favourite of them. I've had to go. I'm. Gu- I'm guaranteed this is on your list. Okay. I'm going with the 70s. Yep. Uh, I'm going to open the envelope. I've contained it here. The uh, the best picture of the 70s is La La Land. <laughs> little joke for you there. <laughs> little little joke. It was an offer I couldn't refuse. I'm taking The Godfather. Not on my list. Not on your you list. Know what? I've never seen The Godfather. Never seen The Godfather. I've never seen The Godfather. Never seen Godfather 2. Mm. I had a joke for many years about The Godfather 2 in my set, but it's one of those films that you don't have to have watched it to know all the references if you've ever seen The Simpsons. Was your joke explaining the entire plot of Godfather Part 2 in about three minutes and getting progressively faster and faster? <laughs> no, I do that with Forrest Gump. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> but my one was that I had an argument with a chess player and woke up and found this in my bed, and it's the knight's piece. Very good. There you go. <laughs> and you said that was from Godfather Part 2? That's from Godfather Part 2, isn't That's it? one. Oh, is it? See, yeah. there you go. I've never seen it. <laughs> there you go. That's probably why people were always laughing at you. I, 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 I never mentioned The Godfather. I just had it there. For those who, who got it, they got it. For those who didn't. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I had to include The Godfather in a list of yep. best picture winners. It, it's almost... Uh, it's bigger than the award itself. It's like the most famous movie of all time. It's the, yeah. it's the most famous movie to have won this award. It was a huge box office success at the time. It kind of throws out the theory that you need this popularity Oscar as well. It was a huge hit. I think it was the biggest grossing film of the year. Uh, and yeah, it, it, I mean, it's it's The Godfather. How, how much more can I tell you to watch The Godfather than any other <laughs> podcast hosted by two white guys has told you in the past? I'm currently watching The Sopranos and there's so many mentions to the film in Sopranos as well. Hmm. And I've watched Donnie Brasco. I've watched Goodfellas. I just have not sat down with what some will say the original yeah. and watched it all. The true Mount Rushmore of gangster films. Yes. The Godfathers, Goodfellas, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco is a good film. It I, is good. It's really good. It, it wasn't up there on nominees for 1997. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. All right. So The Godfather. Okay, I'm going to have to go and watch The Godfather now. It's fucking three hours though. It's so long. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.